Hi, my name is Anushruti. And my name is Grace. And welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Embracing Change. So today we're going to be talking about the wildfires going on in Maui and how they've had a really devastating impact on the people living there. And we're going to talk about just details, but also different ways that you can support them. So to begin, um, basically what happened is how the fire started was partially due to Hawaiian Electric, which is an electric company. Um, People are, like, blaming them because what happened is that they didn't shut down the power lines during high winds, and then what happened was there was a lot of short circuits or partial short circuits. So Hawaiian Electric said they measured 122 individual faults on the utility grid when the fires first ignited. So... What could have happened there is one of the faults could have produced something called an arc flash, which is basically a flash of electric current that's like that leaves its intended path. So let's say um, a power line fell down and that could strike something and then release its power, causing things to ignite and then resulting in fires that would spread very, very rapidly, whether that be through trees, through houses, any buildings, etc. Right, so this fire has uh, killed at least 115 people in Maui itself, and there are 100 more that were missing. And a lot of Western Maui, especially in the community of Lahaina, um, which was like once a very lively economic, cultural, touristy hub, was uh, left in ruins with entire neighborhoods, businesses kind of reduced to ash. And a lot of roads have been closed, people have been displaced, and those who are not lucky enough to have family or friends that stay abroad or stay close by... um, must go to like hotels and airbnbs and also the drinking water has been contaminated because of these fires so it's like not very safe for a lot of people and it's apparently the deadliest fire in over a hundred years as like over thousands of structures were destroyed or damaged right and especially because it's an island um it's really hard to escape so some residents were forced to jump into the ocean to survive the flames as it overtook the town so that's especially important to, I guess, realize that this is like an isolated place where the fires happened. Exactly. Like, I feel like in my head, I think of an island, I think it would be easier to escape because there's water all around you. But in reality, like being able to like mobilize sea support right. and like yeah. not everyone has the resources to like um, go on a boat and stuff like that. So it's actually really difficult. And a lot of them feel like they're just trapped. And another really like tragic thing is identification is super hard for the bodies because um a lot of the people are like largely unrecognizable and fingerprints are hard to be found given the fires um so they're kind of getting loved ones and family to genetically swab people so they can be matched and then another kind of um issue that people are really upset about was the sirens so You've probably heard, like, wherever you live, there should be emergency sirens. Sometimes they test them on the radio. Um, And the sirens were supposed to be used um, if there was, like, a tsunami or hurricane coming. But um, they were not used in the fire, I believe. Because, so, one of the issues with sirens is sometimes if the sirens go off, people freak out and then they go into the mountains. And that can be, like, problematic because they'll get trapped. But apparently what happened was some of the sirens were broken um, or immobilized by the extreme heat. So, I think the sirens are kind of like a double-edged sword. They could be um, very effective but also cause a lot of panic. But I think it was 
an issue that none of them went off because that didn't alert people in time. So it became really hard for them to escape and protect their their houses. Right, and that's just another problem in the siren system itself. I feel like the whole purpose of the system is to alert people to make sure that they are aware of what's happening um, and the fact that they malfunctioned with the fires like shows that something like needs to be changed there. Um, and now let's talk about things that we can do from the sidelines. Um, although this is one of the cases where it's not like a lot of... Um, bystanders can go up and like actively help because we're not all trained and you know like fire how to like take care of people who just got like in a fire but i think the culture of like receiving but not giving is something that we need to change um and an example of this is we recently had family friends that came from uh, chicago and they were talking about midwest culture versus like culture in a lot of other places and not to say that everybody does this but um like, for example, if a car pulls, a, pull, pulls to the side of the road, like, a lot of people in the Midwest will stop and, like, you know, ask if they're okay and call for help and assist them with whatever procedures need to be done. Um, and so many of us kind of do the same here. You know, we travel to Hawaii, we travel to Maui, but now that they're struggling, we were kind of turned away. We haven't really done much. And the first step that we can do from the sidelines is educating and raising awareness. So definitely like spreading awareness about this situation and reaching out to if you have like loved ones there trying to provide any support you can. There's also um, donations. That's like the quickest way to get assistance to those in need because it helps on the ground charities to like purchase the supplies they need. But it's really, really important to make sure you donate to like reputable organizations. So some recommendations include the Maui Strong Fund the American Red Cross of Hawaii, Aloha United Way, um, and the Maui Food Bank. So I highly doubt that any of our listeners are in Maui, but for those who are affected by the fire, or if you know those affected by the fire, um, tell them that the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency provides a lot of information on where you can find like financial assistance, food, or shelter. Yeah, and um, kind of going back to how we said um, education and spreading awareness is important. Um, looking forward, just make sure that you are aware of wildfires and be careful with your own campfires or smoking, yard waste, fireworks, cars, combustion engines, and just anything else that could be a hazard to others. Yeah, so I think that's about it for our episode. We mostly just wanted to spread awareness about the wildfires going on in Hawaii and and really just garner support and learn more about the situation so we can prevent something like this from happening in the future and help those who are currently struggling. Peace. Peace.